0: For the day, relatively, up 4.36%. Uh, that's a over a 1,000-point gain. On any other day, uh, the headline would be monster gains uh, reflected in the Dow. Uh, NASDAQ, let's see, up uh, 4% itself, and the Standards and Poor's Index up 4.5%. So things are rebounding from yesterday. Yesterday, of course, uh, steepest losses since, what, the recession? In a good long time, that's for sure. Uh, well, We have been covering this from all the different angles. And if I'm honest, I feel a little funny uh, paying attention to elements of the coronavirus that aren't specifically related uh, to health because, uh, as we well know, uh, this thing has a a body count. Oh, my gosh. I just refreshed. I've been making reference to that website that gives real-time data throughout the day. There's a link to that on the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page. Uh, In the commercial break, uh, the number has jumped from 4,000 and 88 total deaths to now 4,262 worldwide. Uh, I will say, though, that another number has jumped up, and that is the total number of recovered individuals. Those are people who uh, tested positive at one point for the coronavirus, uh, this COVID-19, and now uh, are testing negative, uh, have recovered. That number has jumped uh, to 64,000. Three hundred and ninety-one. Those last two numbers, again, the 4,262 deaths and the recovered uh, number, 64,391. Those are worldwide totals. We here in uh, the state of Utah have two currently confirmed uh, cases in the state. We learned of the second one just this morning. And then uh, we also know that uh, we have a few Utahns who are contributing to that total recovered uh, number. John Herring, Uh, was a guest on this program a number of times. He endured uh, quarantine in Japan. Uh, He was a a passenger on that cruise ship along with his wife, who never came down uh, with the coronavirus. She uh, tested negative time after time. She spent some time in quarantine out in Travis Air Force Base. They reunited here back in Utah. But Mr. Herring is one of those individuals in the Total Recovered uh, data 64,391, that number one right there, uh, that's John Herring, uh, Utah. Okay, so where where I was getting at is I feel a little funny talking about uh, the economic impact of this while uh, there are really uh, individuals uh, fighting for their lives and fearing for their lives. Uh, I don't want to blow this out of proportion, but it's a real deal, Uh, but... There are also real realities uh, that face uh, my life and your life as we raise our families and uh, take care and safeguard our livelihoods. And uh, Derek Miller, president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce, uh, just yesterday published, uh, I think, a very appropriate uh, and informative piece, uh, an opinion piece in the Deseret News under the headline, Protecting Utah's Economy from Coronavirus. Contained within that, uh, some good advice for employers and employees. Derek Miller joins us now. Sir, how are you?
1: Doing well, Lee. Thanks for letting me spend a few minutes with you to share an important message.
0: Tell us what that message is. What are the big takeaways you would like folks to have after reading your article and your column there?
1: Well, first and foremost, I'm glad that you led with uh, health, safety, and welfare. And we all need to remember that is always primary. Uh, It's one of the reasons that I'm messaging to the business community about the role that they play. Uh, in in helping to uh, prevent and contain the, the spread of the virus and, and the sickness when, when people get it. But we do need to be concerned about what the economic impacts are. And by the way, they really go hand in glove because the more that we have businesses helping to share correct information, helping to share best practices about prevention – and also, an equally important, helping to plan, do contingency planning uh, for their own business. The, the more that we can do that, the prevention, the planning, then the more we're going to protect our economy.
0: Outstanding. Uh, talk to me about uh, preparation over panic. You, you had, there's a line uh, in your column that says, well, there may be a fine line between preparation and panic. The former will always overcome the latter. Help me uh, understand that.
1: Well, look at let's look at what's happening in the market. You've seen that. Uh some of it is because of substance and some of it is because of panic. But we always say and it's especially true when it comes to stock markets that perception becomes reality. What we don't want to have here in Utah is uh is a panic that leads to uh, an economic decline. By the way, we're very good in Utah in planning. It's part of our DNA, it's part of our heritage, it's part of our current culture. We do very well at it. I was just on a call this this morning with the uh, COVID-19 task force that's being led by our Lieutenant Governor. Very grateful to hear the experts talk about everything that's being done, both in in our uh, hospitals, and the medical care uh, industry in general, but also among our most vulnerable population, the homeless. Um, we thought it was important, similar to what the governor did two days ago by sending a letter to the faith-based community that we have a similar letter that goes out to all of the employers around the state. And so we'll be sending a letter actually uh, later today from the governor, lieutenant governor, myself, talking about some of these principles, talking about specific things that businesses can do. I mean, think about it this way, Lee. Half of Utah's population gets up in the morning and goes to work. So uh, that uh, is a great means for sharing correct information about prevention and about planning, and, and we've got good resources out there, two websites that are really important for people to know.
0: Uh, let me let me get a little sneak peek of this letter you're going to send. Talk to me about some of the principles you'll be communicating to uh, the business community in this letter you're sending.
1: Well, there's three simple principles that we talk about. It's prevent, plan, and protect. We talked about prevention and the important responsibility that is, employers have to help communicate good, solid information. All of those resources have been uh, put together at a state website, coronavirus.utah.gov. And the second principle is planning. Uh, We've created a website at the Salt Lake Chamber, that's slchamber.com, with lots of important resources, helpful resources, how businesses can do things uh, all the way from creating a remote working plan to starting to adjust your supply chains uh, because we see this virus going around the world. And as I said before, if businesses will get it fully engaged in prevention and planning, that's going to help protect our economy.
0: Outstanding. Derek Miller, president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber. You'll be pleased to know that uh, just a few hours ago here, uh, employees of KSL, we got uh, a big informative email from the bosses here giving us some good guidance, uh, much of it mirroring what you have at uh, your website, slchamber.com slash coronavirus. Uh, so we're doing our part here on this end. Good. Uh, and, I, and I'm pleased to be employed by uh, some folks that are taking this uh, seriously. Dirk Miller, again, President and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber. Sir, I'm grateful to you uh, for joining me here on uh, Episode 60 of this live mic. You a member, of course, uh, uh, on Episode 1.
1: I was part of episode one, and I'm sure, and hope it won't be the last.
0: Oh, of course not. Uh, Thanks for your good work. Thanks for your article. I'll share that on my uh, Facebook page uh, so folks can see that and amplify that message just a little bit if I can uh, do so again. Thanks for your time, sir. Thanks, Lee. All right, very good. Uh, As today's program continues... Uh, we have to continue uh, focusing on this because, uh, for a number of reasons, I'll tell you, here in Utah, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we just sent out a text from KSL News Radio letting the world know that Salt Lake uh, City, or Salt Lake International Airport says that it's not currently considered to be at risk. Uh, that is for a, a number of reasons, the size of our airport, and while well, yes, it's international, uh, we don't have direct flights right now to some of the Areas of the world hardest hit by this coronavirus. Also, uh, we have geography on our side. Uh, That one of the big contributing factors to uh, the way Utah fared uh, 100 years ago when the Spanish flu swept through here. Uh, Utah did all right, uh, and we did so for a number of reasons, uh, and one of them among them, one of the principles mentioned by Derek Miller there, that we here in the state of Utah are a prepared people. Uh, We like to be situated, well-situated, to face anything that comes Uh, our way. In fact, just this evening, uh, my wife and I are probably going to have a conversation about our own food storage and the plans that we have uh, to weather any storm uh, that may come our way. That is prudence. Uh, It is not panic. All right, that should be the theme of the day. Let's be prudent and let's not uh, panic. It's okay to be afraid, uh, as I am, I'll admit, uh, but let's be prudent and make sure that what we're doing is practical and is for the betterment of our uh, workplace and our family and our home and ourselves. Uh, Next up, we're going to be speaking uh, with a colleague of mine, Jason Rance. He's a a talk show host up in Seattle, Washington uh, for KTTH. He has some opinions and views on the way things are being handled up there in Washington, where, as you know, uh, they have uh, experienced a great loss of life there in Kirkland, Washington at that nursing facility. Uh, Jason Rance, my guest next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.